Hi, I'm Kat, grassroots marketer turned brand builder. And I'm Candice, educator turned entrepreneur. And you're listening to Not Nice, Clever, your weekly dose of not so nice, but oh so clever advice and actionable strategies to grow your mind, brand, and bank account beyond your wildest dreams. Free of charge. You're welcome. So grab your notebook and let's get to it. In today's episode, we're talking about that nagging, creeping feeling that tends to pop up on Sunday every week, right around three or four in the afternoon. You know, the Sunday scaries. Dun, dun, dun. I feel like we needed to (laughs) cue the draw music for that. So, all right, folks, if you ever get these feelings, let's just set the scene and start out by letting you know that you're not alone and that we've all had them before, much like when Candace and I answered that question of whether or not we feel imposter syndrome from one of our listeners, we also feel the Sunday scaries from time to time, you know, and you've all been there. You're, you're sweating, you're trembling, your heart's racing, you've got an upset stomach, you've got trouble sleeping, headache, and I'm sorry, let's zoom out for a second. You're saying that this happens to you every week? That doesn't sound like something clever girls deal with. Do they, Candace? No, that's not clever girl acceptable. Not clever girl approved. There we go. (laughs) Not clever girl acceptable. I love that. So we're filming this episode because we want to figure out together with you a few easy ways to fend off the scaries and start having fun with your Sundays again. So let's dive in. So I remember when I was a teacher cat, the Sunday scaries were so serious. Oh, I bet. Like I would like end my weekend like at 1 p.m. on Sunday. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because I was so stressed out about everything that I felt like I needed to do to prepare for the upcoming week. And I couldn't even, you know how you feel guilty for doing anything fun or feel guilty for lounging or whatever it is? I used to for sure. Yeah, I definitely had that feeling when I was a teacher and- And as an entrepreneur, it's come back here and there every now and then. Here and there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what I I realize is there's some things that I can do to to keep it away. So the first thing is recognize if you are actually dreading going to work the next day, Mm. which I kind of thought when I was a teacher, I just thought everyone deals with this and this is just a normal part of being an adult. Right. But the reality was, I think I was getting to a point where I was dreading going to do my job. Yeah. And if that's what it is, then you have to remember that you have the choice to work wherever you want. Yeah. And whatever you are employed doesn't have to, you know, bring you dread the day before you go into work for the week. Yeah, I think that's so important, Candice, because what people don't realize is that just because it's the way it's always been, you know, you, you've you been feeling that dread like every week and you've been ending your weekend at 1 p.m. on a Sunday. How sad to be robbed of an entire day of the week, a fun, fun day. And people think that just because that's the way it's always been, that that's the way it's always going to be. But it can change and you can make a decision, recognize and take ownership that you are choosing to go to your work every single day. And if it's not serving you, if you are literally being robbed of an extra day each week, just because you don't actually want to be there the other five days of the week, 
figure out how to fucking change that. That's not a life that Candace and I want for you or any of our clever girls. And certainly not a life that we live ourselves today. Yeah, not anymore. That's for sure. And Mm -hmm. I think that I'm passionate about helping people understand that there's opportunities for them in lots of different avenues, no matter how old you are, or no matter how long you went to school for something or didn't go to school for something or dropped out from school for. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That there's opportunities that you can tap into if you want to. Mm-hmm. And so if you're feeling stuck and that is where the Sunday scaries are starting because you are feeling like you're stuck and it's the same and you're on a hamster wheel, it doesn't have to be that way. You always have choices. Absolutely. So there's a few other ways too that we like to combat the Sunday scaries. And you know, when it comes to offsetting the overwhelm, Candace has a favorite recommendation. It works really well for her and it also has worked well for me. So take it away. I love this tip. Well, you know that I'm an advocate of moving your body. I think it helps you with lots of things. I think it helps you just feel better, have better energy. I think it helps you even with creating content, but the Sunday scaries also can be helped by moving your body. So I love to do a little bit of yoga on the weekends, either go Saturday or Sunday, sometimes both days because I know that moving my body allows me to just tap into a different side of me that, I don't know, just brings me joy, brings me clarity. And even if I'm dreading going to yoga, I never dread leaving yoga. I'm always more, I don't know, excited about life after a yoga sesh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think that's one way. Yeah. It's a great example of it feels good to have done a yoga session or a Pilates session, not necessarily good to do it. And you're like, oh, I have to Mm -hmm. go and move my body and get sweaty and be around people. Mm -hmm. But afterward, you're like, "Mm, where's where's my iced coffee? I'm ready to go. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Call it my basic girl Sunday, you know? Yes. Little yoga, little iced coffee. Absolutely. Goes a long way. So the other tip that we would love to share with y'all. And the one that I have seen happen often in working with clients is, you know, we make the recommendation to plan your day the night before for tomorrow, right? Or take a little bit of time on Sunday evening to plan your week ahead, reflect, look at your calendar, move things around, prep for it. What tends to happen if you're getting sucked into the vortex of Sunday scaries is that you'll make a list and you'll look at all of the things on that list And then somehow your mind will be like, Candace, we have to complete all of these things immediately. Right. And you're like, there's no way that I can do that. I can't complete it all immediately. I'd have to talk to that person. I'd have to call that person. I'd have to get more information. I need to wait for this. And like, Mm -hmm. oh my goodness. And you spiral. But Candace, when you make a list, does it mean you have to complete everything right away tomorrow? It doesn't. It actually means that now you have a list that you can come back to and you can take all of those things out of your mind. Mm-hmm. And now let them live on paper or wherever it is that you like to do your list. I think a trap that sometimes my clients fall into uh-huh. is that they make the list, but then they never block out time in their calendar to do the tasks on the list. Totally sets yourself up for failure. Why yes, would you do that? Exactly. Do that. So people are often trying to fit the list into the cracks of their day. Mm instead of making that a priority. So 
if on your list is to write your monthly newsletter, Mm -hmm. then you need to go into your calendar and say, okay, at Tuesday at 3 p.m., that's when I feel best about writing or whatever you feel good about it. Drop that into your calendar and treat that as a appointment with yourself Mm -hmm. because that is the thing that's going to allow you to feel better about your list because now you also have blocked out time to make that happen. Mm -hmm. So I think you should do that with every item on your list in some way, shape or form. Sometimes you can chunk them together, right? Like maybe you're like, I'm going to write my blog and my newsletter and it's going to happen in this hour. Cool. Put them together and put them on your calendar. Mm -hmm. That's great advice because it completely defeats the purpose of making a list if you don't give yourself time to actually complete the list. That actually sounds like a great way to perpetuate the Sunday scaries and we don't want to perpetuate them, do we? No, we're putting them to an end. That's why we're giving away these tips. Mm -hmm. I think that so many of my clients only have meetings on their calendar, meetings with another human. Right. And that's it. What about all the other things that you need to do for your business? Right. Especially too, if you're an introvert, I don't know about y'all, but Candace has her no meetings on Mondays rule. I Mm -hmm. have a limit to amount of meetings where I'm in back to backs. Otherwise, I'm just exhausted and drained. And, you know, I think too, when it comes time to blocking time on your calendar, I like to put blocks on my calendar for the type of work Mm -hmm. that I want to do during that time, because I know that I'm mentally and physically just ready to dive into brainstorming work. I'm super creative or analytical work, right? Where I'm looking at data and trying to make decisions. And then you find areas to fit those tasks on your to-do list into those, into those blocks. That's what's really worked well for me. Yeah. I think allowing yourself to do things at the time that makes the most sense for who you are. Yes. Is great. Yes. Oh, this next tip I love, and I have a great example, but Candice, I want you to share. We love working this in. Yes. You have to give yourself something to look forward to somewhere in the week. Like you don't need to wait till Friday to have fun again. Mm -hmm. So it can be something as simple as I told Kat that this week I was, I was like, I'm going to go to Macy's this week and buy a new bedspread. Like that's (laughs) the thing that I want to do. And I knew like, Hey, Wednesday after work, this is what the plan is, you know? And it just took me out of my routine and it's something fun. And it's like, Holiday time at Macy's. That's always fun. We love that. (laughs) Fresh air. There's going to be a little bit of Starbucks mixed in. Of course. You have to get a beverage or it doesn't even count as an outing. I love that. I did for myself. I'll typically do my nail appointments or my hair appointments in the Mm. evenings during the week because my partner works a lot in late hours during the week. So I'm like, all right, well, he's out working. I'm going to go and treat myself to a little bit of self-care why not do it during the week when everybody else's schedules typically doesn't allow for that, but mine yeah. can. And it's a great little surprise. It's a great little treat. Gives me something to look forward to. Happy hump day. <laughs> exactly. I love it. I've also started to, and I think I've talked about this before, but I have happy hour with my girlfriends once a month oh, and like yeah. it's in the calendar. And that's mm-hmm. also something to look forward to midweek. It's usually like Tuesday, Wednesday, something like that. And we, yeah, go to happy hour together, but looking forward to, you know, seeing my girls once a month. So fun. I love that. The next tip that we have for getting rid of the Sunday scaries is create a positive Sunday evening routine. It's no secret. If you know me that I am a huge football fan. All right. Way to go. Niners, you know, born and raised in the Bay area. It was 
never my choice to be a 49ers fan, but I'm a 49ers fan through and through. My whole family is. And so football Sundays are something that I love during NFL season, right? But then also when Game of Thrones was on the air and more recently House of the Dragon, I really look forward to Sundays because it meant watching my team play, unless they were playing on Monday night or Thursday night, as well as catching like a new episode of Game of Thrones. And that was like a ritual that my partner and I would engage in. We would look forward to Sunday nights because there was a new episode, a new story, a new drama, juiciness that we could dig into. And it actually created, you know, a really nice thing to look forward to on Sunday evenings. Our Sundays didn't end at 1 p.m. A nice little Sunday tradition. (laughs) Yes, Sunday family tradition. So I want you to figure out what your Game of Thrones on Sunday evenings looks like and create a routine or a ritual around it. And, you know, what works for me is, well, now it's reruns of Game of Thrones and also Mm -hmm. reruns of House of the Dragon. But I I like to straighten up my house. I like to catch up on laundry. I like to light a candle. I love the smell of like really like, I don't know, freshly lit candles, scents of vanilla, cinnamon, the ocean. I catch up on reading my newsletters in my inbox, uh, which is something that gets easily put off during the week. But I've got a whole ritual around it. And it's it's great. I look forward to my quiet time on Sunday nights. Yeah, it's enjoyable. Yeah, it is. Another thing that's really important is plan a Monday that makes sense for you. And we've been talking about this a lot, but I was getting overwhelmed and I started to get the Sunday scaries recently because I would dive right into a meeting at 8 a.m. on Monday morning. Ooh, painful. And it would just freak me out. I was like, oh, I remember these days and I don't like it. And so I had to be okay with me not wanting to do that mm-hmm. and saying no. And so I blocked off my entire Mondays. The only thing that I'm able to do on Mondays is host meetings with my team mm-hmm. because I choose to, because we're catching up on all of the projects we're working on. But other than that, I'm only doing work for my own business on Mondays. And it typically means that I'm not having any client meetings I'm just meeting all team-facing stuff and at my direction and my discretion. Because you are the one in charge of your destiny, not anybody else. I'm the boss. Yes. Yeah. You are the boss, applesauce. Because I'm the boss and I get to decide, but I was (laughs) feeling, there was a couple months recently where I was feeling like I was going to disappoint people. Mm -hmm. And then I had to say, fuck that, I'm disappointing myself. Mm-hmm. and realize that I wouldn't disappoint people if I just communicate clearly. Yeah. We talked about this a lot as well, managing expectations and communicating clearly so people understand when they can expect to meet with me or hear from me. Mm-hmm. And as long as I set people up with that, then it's not a problem. Oh yeah, Candace doesn't get back to me on Mondays. That's her thing. That's just what it is. That's what it is, exactly. I think... That's so key because most people will think, oh my gosh, you're turning away business on a business day. Oh, I have plenty of business. Doesn't your business suffer? Oh yeah. (laughs) I have plenty of business. (laughs) Don't you worry, honey. Don't you worry. Yeah. And I remember the days when I didn't. And Mm -hmm. let me tell you, the thing that made me have more business was absolutely not being more available. Oh, say that again for the people. 
The thing that brought me more business was absolutely not being more available. Mm. Being more available does not equate to business. And as a matter of fact, I might even argue that being less available makes you more in demand. Supply and demand. That is the law of economics that drives everything. And you have to think about it in that way. Yeah. I'm always thinking about, if I fly in somewhere, I'm going to fly out. I'm not going to fly in, hang around, act like I have nothing to do. Yeah. I'm a businesswoman. I do have things to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to fly in, take care of business, and then I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. And I think that people, I don't know, people like to like meander. People like to like, I'm here, I'm available. And I think that makes you look like you're not doing anything. Yeah. And, you know, if you have things going on, if people are attracted to that energy. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily, I was trying to think of the word as you were talking, it's not necessarily exclusivity, but really more about being discerning and intentional. Mindful and intentional, I think, really is what it is. Mindful and intentional yep. with who you are available for and what you are available for so that you can maintain your standards, your energy, and also the results you deliver in your business, right? If you are operating on E, how well do you think you're going to be able to serve your clients? Not well at all. Horribly so. Right. So plan a Monday. That makes sense for y'all. My Mondays are rather similar to Candace's in not wanting to take client-facing meetings, but I do touch base with a lot of my team members, my other colleagues, my directors. Like I really do check in and make sure that we are set up for success in the week ahead. And the other thing too that I do is that Mondays are one of the two days out of the week that I do host 6am club for myself and some other women that I'm in business with. It's one of those things, Candace, like you said, you know, it doesn't feel good to go to yoga or Pilates on a Sunday. Like as you're going, you're like, but then once you're done with it, it feels so good. And so getting out of bed at 545 in the morning is a bit rough after a full fun weekend, but 7.01 a.m. on a Monday morning. You're feeling pretty accomplished. I am. I've mapped out my entire week. I've taken space. I've recognized and amplified the things that I'm grateful for. And when shit hits the fan, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. How do I clean that up now? (laughs) Let me figure out some ways. It's just so lovely. I love that. Mm -hmm. So key takeaways from today... If you are suffering from the Sunday scaries, you can conquer them by remembering that you're in control. Clever girls own Sundays just like every other day of the week. That they do. And remember, if you'd like Kat and I to visit you in your city in person or potentially on Zoom, we do offer virtual workshops that help companies and teams workshop the shit out of their brands. So if you are in need or know someone who can use our shit-talking selves in their faces (laughs) and actually put people to work, you know where to find us. You can DM us at NotNiceClever on Instagram or check us out on www.NotNiceClever.com. Shoot us a message and maybe we'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us on Not Nice Clever. Remember to follow our podcast wherever you listen to audio. And head to www.notniceclever.com to connect for more. Drop a question. We'll shoot you an answer. We're not gatekeepers here. Signing off. You're not so nice. <laughs>
but oh so clever besties that mean business. See you next week.